Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to today's podcast from Hayat Academy. I'm Shahna and today we're going to talk about the Battle of Badr and the lessons we learned from it. Every civilization commemorates certain historic battles which have played a significant role in its history. For Muslims, the Battle of Badr was a major event in which the Muslims defeated a powerful Qurayshi army against all odds after being driven out from their homes in Mecca. Over 1,400 years ago, on the 17th day of Ramadan, in the second year of Hijrah, the Muslims, led by Prophet Muhammad encountered the Meccans in the Battle of Badr. This battle was so significant that Allah mentions this in the Quran and gives it a special name, the Day of Distinguishing. I'm sure most of you are aware of this battle, but for those who are not familiar, let me give you a brief outline. The Meccan disbelievers were bent on wiping out the Prophet of Islam and Islam from the face of earth. Therefore, the Meccans put together their wealth in the caravan that was going to Syria and they agreed that the profits gained from the trade that year will be used to equip themselves to fight against the Muslims. The caravan was headed by Abu Sufyan, the leader of Mecca at that time. He suspected that Muslims from Medina might ambush him on the way and he sent a messenger to Mecca asking for more soldiers in case of any attack. But when he realized that the caravans were saved, he sent another messenger asking the Meccans to return back home because the caravans were no longer in danger. But as soon as the second messenger arrived, the leader of the Quraishites at that time, Abu Jahl, who hated Rasulullah and Islam from the core of his heart, insisted that this is a chance to finish Muhammad and Muslims for once and for all. So they went forth and camped at the Valley of Badr. When the Messenger of Allah heard that the Quraysh had set out from Mecca to battle the Muslims in Badr, he consulted his companions. He asked the Sahabas for their advice on what is to be done. This is the lesson, first lesson that we learn from this battle, the significance of consultancy in Islam. Even the Prophet of Allah, who received revelations directly from God Almighty, sought the advice from people around him for all major matters. Once it was decided, the Medinans, that is the Muhajirin and the Ansars, in the leadership of Rasulullah set forth to Badr to battle the Meccan Kufars. Now keep in mind that those facing the Muhajirin in this battle are their own, their own families, their friends, their relatives. But this was a clash of ideologies, of right and wrong, of truth and falsehood, of virtue and vice. Notable Sahabas and future Khalifs such as Bakr Siddiq, Umar bin Khattab and Ali bin Abi Talib fought at Badr. Uthman bin Affan was unable to participate as he was taking care of his sick wife who was the daughter of Prophet Sallallahu So even in this crucial battle, Rasulullah prioritized taking care of the sick over fighting a battle. In the battle of Badr, the Muslims were outnumbered by the ratio of 1 to 3. The Muslim army had around 313 people who were poorly equipped, while the Qurayshis had over 950, some say 1,000, well-equipped people. But at the end of the battle, the Meccans retreated. 72 of them were killed, including their leader, Abu Jahl, whereas 14 Muslims were martyred, and 70 prisoners were taken by the Muslims. 
Again, Rasulullah consulted with his companions on what is to be done with the prisoners. And finally, it was decided that the rich prisoners had to pay ransom and then they were freed, while others were asked to gain their freedom by teaching 10 Muslims to read and write. Kind treatment to the prisoners of war is also an important lesson that we learned from the Battle of Badr. Later, when some of these prisoners became Muslims, they used to say that blessed be the men of Medina. They made us ride while they walked, and they gave us wheat and bread while they had little of it, and contenting themselves with plain dates. The Battle of Badr was indeed a turning point in the history of Islam. Let us talk about how the Battle of Badr has a lesson for us now. Today, our battles, our brothers are more with ourselves. Battles against our desires, against the vices in our surroundings, against our own egos and egos of our families, against the turmoils and corruptions in our societies. Each of us are battling our own little battles every day. So what does brother teach us? First and foremost is to have true conviction or yaqeen in the help of Allah. If we are doing anything for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, any deed, no matter how small, if our intention is for the betterment or goodness, be it for ourselves or for those around us or for societies or for our environment, whatever the thought and action we are doing towards righteousness, we need to have the conviction that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with us to assist us in all our righteousness which we do with true ikhlas or sincerity and Allah is there to help us for our, all our right intentions. This yaqeen will give us the tawakkul or reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that when God is with us, who can be against us? No matter what the obstacle we are facing, be it related to health or finances, be it problems be it related to our children or our parents, when our thoughts and deeds are tuned for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we, like the warriors in Badr, need to completely rely on Allah. Like Musa salam said, trapped between the sea and Pharaoh, Inna ma'ya Rabbi, that God is with me and he will show me a way. So Allah opened and split the sea for him, for Musa to pass. So whenever we are faced with an obstacle, or whenever we wish to achieve something big, step back and view the obstacle as being a small and minor thing. And remember that Allah's help is greater than any obstacle. Don't let anything overwhelm your mind because success lies in facing your fears with mental strength and it is often a case of mind over matter. Have true conviction, that is yaqeen, in the help of Allah and remember that Allah always opens pathways for success when we place our full trust in Allah and have firm faith in Him. Just like in the Battle of Badr, when Rasulullah only had an army of 313 men, two horses and 70 camels, yet they defeated an army of 1,000 well-equipped and heavily armed soldiers. Allah says in the Quran, How many a small company has overcome a large company by the permission of Allah, and Allah is with the patient. Another lesson we learn from Badr is not to underestimate the power of prayers. Dua is a condition of the heart and conversation with one's maker in the language of one's choice. Let us stop making du'as as rituals, jumbling and mumbling words without even knowing what it means. A hadith says, 
Dua is a means of beseeching Allah Almighty for the fulfillment of all our needs, no matter how mundane or insignificant as it may be, or significant as facing overwhelming odds in the battle. At the time of Battle of Badr, when Muslim, the future of Islam was under threat, Rasulullah spent the entire night on the eve of the battle begging and supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah Almighty. The following day granted the greatest victory in the annals of Islamic history. Dua is the ultimate form of abdiya or bondsmanship in that it is an expression of one's total dependence on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, knowing that in every single condition, good or bad, happy or sad, benefit or loss, wealth or poverty, is exclusively in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that He alone is the ultimate causer of causes, and with Him lies the keys of His unlimited and unending treasures. A hadith clearly states that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala feels shy in turning away His slave empty-handed. So in these turbulent times, when we are faced with crises around the globe, at the time when we cannot feel but helpless and frustrated and depressed, let us take the lessons from Badr. Let us live with yaqeen and tawakkul upon the creator of the heavens and the earth. And let us work towards betterment of our planet. No matter how small our efforts are, let us finally pray that our work, our action, our deeds are supplemented by the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he alone is the one who has the power over everything and in every situation. With this note, I would like to conclude today's podcast. Thank you and have a great day.